Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. So there is more to the Giants' Brian Flores story. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Key today. Flores filed a lawsuit alleging the Giants hired Brian Dable, then interviewed Flores as what he, in what he called a, a sham interview. Flores bases this, base, based this claim on a text from Bill Belichick. Bill says, uh, hey, congrats. You got the Giants job. Okay, I didn't interview yet, huh? Do you, who do you text? Who do you think you're texting, coach? Uh, whoops, sorry. I thought I was texting Brian Dable, and I'm texting Brian Flores. By the way, I don't know if it's – I feel like it would happen to you guys. It's definitely happened to me where you text somebody the wrong – Who doesn't – who has that not happened to? You're like, what? That's sorry. Not I've done you. it multiple times. Oh, Lord. Recently. Multiple times recently. Like yeah. with the same names. And even though the last name is there, yeah. it's like when you go to your phone book, you're just hitting Chris. You, you see Chris because you're – you're trying to look for the name, and you're doing stuff at the same time, and you send the wrong message, and they write back, what are you even talking about? I know, even somebody, just who the last- booked, I know somebody who booked the wrong guest because they text the wrong person named Jerry and put an A-list guest on when they were intending to text a beat writer. Ooh. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I, even it's just the la- sometimes the last person, you can kind of like not butt dial – but but rearrange your your and so like the last person you texted or two times ago turns out you think you're having a different conversation or multiple people texting you at once and you're sending the wrong text or or even think about Bill seems like the guy like when he pulls out the phone like he puts it on the bifocals and he uses the index finger here's the worst right, one though top right he got, there. There it is. he got the old person phone with the big with the big numbers the big font here's the worst one. Back in the day, though, before we were married now, you know, you texted the wrong young lady and you get a response back like, huh, that response is not the one I was hoping for. Mm. And you go back and you look through, oh, man, I didn't text the wrong girl. No, that wasn't. I texted never, my aunt. What just happened? Texted right, listen, <laughs> there you is, ain't, you ain't had lot. three Briannas yeah. in your phone? Oh, jeez. <laughs> you ain't had two or three Kelsey's? Don't give away hey, all hey. the secrets. <laughs> hey, Jay, that's a humble brag. You didn't have three, <laughs> three Briannas. <laughs> okay, Harry. We know. We know. Very good. We know. <laughs> what can I say? Nothing meantime, personal. It's just business. Meantime, <laughs> maybe I was never that guy. Honey. Meantime, Harry is Harry is the biggest, like, family. Here's my Christmas card. Here's my kids. I am. The allegation <laughs> that the Giants' decision had been made prior to Friday evening, January 28th, is false, right? This, according to um, the, Giants statement. Gi- the Giants, in response to Flores' allegation. And, the base that alle- and to base that allegation on a text with Bill Belichick, in which he ultimately states that he thinks... Brian Dayball would get the job as irresponsible. The text exchange occurred the day before Coach Dayball's in-person interview even took place. Giants ownership would never hire a head coach based only on a 20-minute Zoom interview, which is all that Mr. Dayball had at that point. In addition, Mr. Belichick does not speak for and has no affiliation with the Giants. Mr. Belichick's text exchange provides no insight into what actually transpired during our head coaching search. In fact, the Giants claim they're not even familiar with Bill Belichick. They never heard about him. Is he a football coach? They're not sure. Guys, the problem with the Giants' claim about Belichick, other than Belichick seemed to clearly know in the text the way it all came out, unless Brian Flores has some reason to want to set the Giants up, right? The way it came out is pretty obvious. He knew something. Seems to me that he knew something. But beyond that, we know how this works. And and listen, in 2020, multiple outlets, including NFL Network, 
reported that Belichick recommended Joe Judge for the Giants job. The New York Post's Ian O'Connor, who used to write for ESPN, does a great job, wrote this in March of 2021 about John Mara. Quote, when Mara asked Bill Belichick for a scouting report on New England assistant Joe Judge last year, a Patriots source said Belichick told Mara he's better than the last two guys you hired. End quote. Mara declined, declined comment on the source's claim. I mean... Giants protect. Like, people know the way the world works. Here's Brian Flores on Jay Will has this podcast, The Limits on NPR. He gets guests like Brian Flores to sit there for two hours. You refuse to promote your own podcast. It's unbelievable. You do it's like, for me. It's like getting blood from a stone over here. <laughs> this is Brian Flores and why he thinks Bill Belichick knew they were hiring Dable before Flores was even interviewed. I do think that there are uh, back channel conversations, back-channel meetings um, that are had that that oftentimes influence decisions. And I think that's a clear <laughs> example of that. Um, you know, here's Bill Belichick, and, you know, his, his resume speaks for itself. He has influence. Um, uh, so... I think to me that that it was clear that that decision was was made um, with 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 his influence, and that's part of the that's part of the problem. Mm. Is it possible he actually got the interview and took so long to answer the questions that they hired Dable? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that possible? So like, we're, 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 we're laughing, but like it, it's funny what you just said. Mm. But the, the entire matter is like it's just bizarre. It's bizarre, and you and you talk about the Giants organization. And, well, we didn't do this, we didn't do that. Well, let's let's go back now. Bill Belichick is one of the most, if not the most, respected coach in the National Football League, all time. I would say he has six Super Bowl rings with the Patriots. He has two with the Giants as defensive coordinator. And you're gonna tell me it, he happens to make the decisions for the New England Patriots. And you're gonna tell me that the New York Football Giants are not going to talk to Bill Belichick Come about on, Brian Dable or about Brian Flores or, not, or about Judge, who they just let go. It's, it's humanly impossible. Make it, it sound that's realistic. It doesn't even make sense. That's, Aries, that's why it's not bizarre. Like it, It's no pun intended. It's black and white. It's right there in a text <laughs> message. Like For Bill Belichick to text Brian Flores by saying, congratulations on the job, He's obviously talking to somebody within the organization from the New York Football Giants that has confirmed that Brian Dable has gotten the job. Can, That's plain and simple. Can we use this as happens? And the fact that the Giants will double down on like that to come out with a comment like that's embarrassing. Can we use this as a teaching moment for a second and like putting the racial component actually aside just for a second? This is why I think a lot of people have it wrong about Jay Z and Nas, Ether and the Takeo and Takeover, right? Uh-oh. Because Jay, like Nas, just do everything it. Jay. It was great and everything, but you're you're terrible, blah, 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 the whole time, right? Oh, he's ethered him. You tie Bo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thought right there. And, but Jay was very surgical with an economy mm-hmm. of words. He said, went from top 10 to not mentioned at all. First, he starts by giving you the credit. Mm-hmm. Went from top 10. He know like, yeah, I sampled your voice. You were using it wrong. You made it a hotline. I made it a hot zone. Right. He's saying, yes, you, like, he, he, Broke it down, given had a spark when you started, but now you're, you're just garbage, right? Um, talk about four albums, 
first one was one was Illmatic. He gave it to him. And then he said, now that I'm telling, he demonstrated, now that I'm telling the truth about this dude, let me tell some more truth. Because people are three-dimensional. There's, there's the good and the bad. But if all you talk about is... So Haslam, when he went back at Hugh Jackson, started by saying, I did a lot of things wrong. I deserve a lot of blame. But what about this dude? He never takes responsibility. So now your mind is open. Mm-hmm. Your ears are open. You're like, oh, yeah, Hugh Jackson. When was the last time I heard him say, yeah, that's my fault? The, when the Giants come out and pretend that they've never heard of this guy, Bill Belichick, how do you spell that? Then you're like, come on, y'all. You're not being credible. Bill Belichick, we know him. We, we know him. The guy that won two Super Bowls here with us, we know Bill Belichick. Especially when <laughs> there's history there with the franchise, and it's been reported on. Yes, yes. Max, it's been reported on by multiple sources about the history of Bill Belichick with the New York football giants. You wouldn't be doing your due diligence if you're the Giants and you're going to interview or you're considering who to hire. And Bill Belichick, you have a line to him. And he'll talk to you. It, you would not be doing your due diligence if you didn't ask him not only about Dable, but about Flores, who's just on his staff. Like, what, what, what are the Giants going to come out here and say, actually, we are, we are less competent than you even think? <laughs> because we would never ask someone's opinion who this guy worked for. But also, as a New York football Giants fan, it makes me think, all right, when Coach Bill Belichick decides to hang it up with the, with the Patriots, is he coming to New York due to that relationship, mm. due to all the influence that he already has here? Is this a place where there's going to be a landing spot for him? It seems like it's starting to be set up that way. I've been thinking about that for years. It hasn't happened yet. My yeah. high school teachers used to tell me all the time, boy, tell the truth and shame the devil. Mm-hmm. Grandma used to tell me, boy, a lie mm-hmm. don't care who tells it either. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth <laughs> and shame the you devil. Boy, just like grandma. Too. I know. <laughs> lie don't care who tell it, boy. <laughs> Tell truth and shame yeah. and devil. Yeah, the way Harry says that, he heard that's ringing in his ears. He heard <laughs> that since my he grandma was a baby. I'm like, why would my grandma sound the same from the South? <laughs> Harry, did you do such and such? No, Grandma. Boy. Boy? A lot don't care who tell it. I'm going to ask you one more time. <laughs> oh, this is one of the guys to stay on line. Literally, they went around the block for tickets to Madison Square Garden. When I, you know, I didn't have season tickets, you had to stay on line to get these things, me and my brother. Because... You know, Patrick Ewing was there because Charles Oakley was diving on the mm. floor for the loose ball. Uncle oh, tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast. There's a reason I just told you that. Bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you enjoy your podcast. Charles Oakley joins us now. What's up, Oak? What's up? So you tell me, tell me about your book, The Last Enforcer. Man, yeah, you know, just had you know had to just get it out. Um, you know, over the years, a lot of stuff, and people want to know this, and podcasts, and you know, I just want to tell my story of uh, growing up and making it where I'm at today. Uncle Oak, I, I have to ask you because I've been seeing you talk about it uh, for a while since your book has came out. I got your book and I read it. It's an incredible book. Thank you for the read. Uh, but I am curious how your, how your relationship with Charles Barkley is now, considering you came out and said, I never hit him. I just slapped the blank out of him, uh, <laughs> right. which led me to crack up while reading it. Where, where is your relationship right. now with him? Well, you know, this book is about telling stories and things I've been through engagement um i 
my, what I said with Charles Barkley, what I said. And when I see him, he goes the other way. So it's still the same. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not running from him, but, you know, I think he just talked too much. And um, I think back in the days, 80s, 90s, he didn't talk. He talked now because the younger guys don't care about what people say about him. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. In this book, I talk about a lot of people. So he shouldn't be get all upset about it. It's life. It's a fact of life. Oh, man, that's one reason why I can respect you, because every time I've been around you, man, and not just when I've been around you, but when I hear from other people, what we get is going to be realness and always realness. From times, man, you coming to the house uh, at my cookout, bringing the banana pudding. Shout out to O for bringing that banana pudding at HD's <laughs> crib. Man, you, you're just a real dude. And when I get your book, and I'm going to get your book, and I want to read it, I got to get you to sign it for me, my man. I, hey, you know, I, I, I whooped up with on y'all too in space being weird. Man, oh, get out of here, no. man. We, man, don't let Oak fool you. We told, hey. listen, we told, hey. we told your ass hey, up, you Oak. Know, stop playing. No, no, we killed you on your twin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> he but got y'all, us a couple oh, times. <laughs> just, you know, man, I, I just like to be honest because, you know, when you travel and go through things in life, in this book, I'm talking about that a lot, but when people come up to you, they keep saying they like the story, they like the way I played, the hustle. I mean, it means a lot to me and, I just I just try to stay on my track, you know. Stuff I always did, I still do. I don't. I try to not be a bullshit. Um, just straight up guy, and you know, people. I think people need love today, and uh, I'm trying in this book. I'm trying to show them love that you can do this over here, over there. But at the end of the day, you have to love somebody. <laughs> the whole NBA right now from that era is listening to this. So. This dude talking about people need love. <laughs> Where was the love back then? Oak, what's the best MJ story in the book? Um, mm, I got a couple. Could be the one on the airplane. Um, you know, um, you know, he did the forward, so I gave him a little slack. I ain't want to, you know, jump in the water when I see him. But uh, no, nah, he was just nice to me, man. When I called him to do this forward. And he didn't say nothing. He didn't even ask for a copy of the book. He said, when you need it, by." But uh, it's a lot. Probably at his house when we was playing for Washington and, and his birthday party. And we got snowed in. And um, he had all types of celebrities there. And um, me and him just got snowed in. So the next day, we were the only two who went to practice. But the other guy was saying, well, in Washington, you know, three or four inches, they wouldn't use the snow. So, so Doug canceled practice. So he said, like, what are we going to do? I said, well, everybody got snowed in except one guy. And that was, and I said, we can go back. He said, well, you go get the food. I said, George, just to the store, get some to drink. And meet back at my house at 12 o'clock and tell everybody to come over by 5. So it was the best time ever. The Beyonce, the, uh, you know, the Ray Lewis, and I mean, just all – Bob Johnson, everybody just came over, and we had a blast. We played cards, we talked mess, and it was a nice, nice event, and um, I'm just glad I was part of it. Oka, uh, so much, so much going on in the NBA today um, yeah. that I want to get you to weigh in on, but Shaq called out Ben Simmons the other day. Yeah. Talking about Simmons is acting like a baby because he DM'd him mad about criticism that Shaq had, had for him. What do you make about what's going on with Ben Simmons in Philly? Uh, well, you know, I know Shaq, uh, he's a force in this league when he played this and that. I think that uh, 
He's doing a lot more talking this year. I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but it's good. I wish he's been doing it from the get-go. Selling now, just pointing fingers at certain guys. Um, you know, he's you know Hall of Famer, championship, fire rings, whatever. I mean, he had a point. I think Ben Simmons should man up. Uh, they didn't pay you $180 million. I mean, even though you missed, didn't take the layup or couldn't make a free throw, they still paid you. The players got to own up in this league, and that's what the problem is. The players ain't got too much power. The owners treat them, you know, like they want their real kids, but they not. So I think he just got the man up, but he cannot go back to Philly. They're going to kill him. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> cannot go back there. Oh, when you look at the NBA overall um, as a whole, who do you have as your favorite to win the NBA title this season? Well, you know, it's, 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 it's been like the NFL, a lot of comparison in the NBA you know, you got like about four or five real, real teams that showing that they got a chance. And a lot of teams just like 23, 25, 25, 25, 20. You know, so my thing, I'm going with uh, in the East. I know Brooklyn Brooklyn got a lot going on. So I'm going to go with uh, Miami Heat and Milwaukee. And I'm going to go with – I think Phoenix going to win it, but I'm going to go with Phoenix and probably Golden State out west. You know, you I had Utah early, but just they just can't move the needle in the playoffs. It's just like – Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he cried, he need this, he need that. He get everything he wants. You can't go with 10 points in the playoff game at home, go kick some rods. Mm. <laughs> Oak, I know you always keep it real and you give it to it, give us to us raw in your opinion on things. When I say the name James Dolan, what does Charles Oakley think? A disrespectful guy. Uh, a control freak. A guy who shouldn't have a team in New York. Because the fans is missing out on a lot of good stuff because he holding the fans back in the city. And in my book, I talk about this and that, but he's just not a fair guy. I know there's a lot going on in the NFL, but this guy should be in the same category with the other guys, owners in the NFL right now. Yeah, well, listen, when I, the, fine, the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when Dolan had – Charles Oakley removed from Madison Square Garden. Forget about the fans who just have signs saying sell the team and having those people removed, right? You have Char- Do you see Paul O'Neill being escorted out of Yankee Stadium? It's an outrage, and I will not be a Knicks fan again until James Dolan sells the team. Charles Oakley, thank you for jumping on with us this morning. All right, Uncle Oakley. Take guys. I watch y'all every morning because you know I text you a couple times like I'm watching the show. But Harry, work on your game, man. Man, you don't get out of here, oh man. Stop trying to put people on blast, man. You know, you know you ain't win every Spades game. Stop doing that. Okay. All right, gonna, now, this time I'm gonna bring an apple pie, so maybe you can. Uh, we gonna run it back. Concentrate a little more. We gonna run it back. <laughs> Trust me, we gonna run it All back. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, the great Charles Oakley. You know, there's That's some players, guys, in every sport. You remember, like, you can say whatever you want about Russell Westbrook. I will always love Russell Westbrook as a basketball fan because. Every single night, the dude gives you 100%. Charles Oakley was one of those guys. Whatever else you want to – Charles Oakley, when you're a ticket-buying fan, you invest your, your time, which is the most precious commodity, into following that team. You pour your emotions into it, right? And that dude is playing. He, gives, he gave you everything he had, and it is a disgrace the way Jim Dolan and the Knicks have treated him. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, 
There's much more coming up on this show on the biggest story from the NFL this week. And uh, look, this is a week where Tom Brady retires. Okay, we got the Super Bowl coming up. Joe Burrow just got past Patrick Mahomes. Like, there's the Matt Stafford and the Rams gambit to get into the Super Bowl worked. But there's a story bigger than all that. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. People say, what do you want to do after football? And I'm like, what do you mean after football? There's nothing after football. This is what, you know, I was born to do, and this is what I enjoy doing more than anything else. Breaking news, Tom Brady is retiring after 22 spectacular seasons in the NFL. It's on the Mount Rushmore of all-time great athletes. Someone who was a six-round draft pick to winning seven Super Bowl rings. The greatest and most accomplished quarterback to play the game of football. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas in for Key today, presented by Progressive Insurance. Rob Ninkovich giving you the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Let me give you some straight talk. You know the real guy who broke the Tom Brady retirement story? Me. <laughs> Rob Ninkovich. <laughs> Listen, everyone has to understand, when Nink says something about the Patriots, about Tom Brady. He's not pulling it out of the air, the thin air. I was on this Justin, or maybe it was this show, maybe it was KJ and Max, and, and I heard, oh, no, you know what it was? Nink, you said on Get Up, and it was yeah. reported to me, Tom Brady might retire, win or lose. And I thought, whoa, Nink said that? Two weeks later, the man retires. So Tom Brady snubbed the Patriots, Nick, in his IG post announcing his retirement. That's right. I said snubbed. Take a listen (laughs) to a caller on 98.5, the sports hub in Boston, and give us your response. Guys, there's no way that that this is it. If this is it, it's a a bad look for his brand, and he knows that. Every football fan in America is going to look at Brady and be like, wow, what a jerk. And I'll tell you, if he does do this, I will call him a cheater until my grave. Who's the GOAT? He's the goat came out of left field. But <laughs> I was like, what? he's the goat. Where's the rest? He is, he is the goat. I, hey, but. Rob, I have learned with Brady to yep. not be cynical, to think the bet, like, the, hey, think of the better motivation. That's mm-hmm. usually his motivation, it seems to me. 
In this case, I'm thinking hey, he's going to do a one-day contract with the Patriots, retire a Patriot, and he'll save his Patriot stuff from then. But there are a lot of people in that area mad, Rob. I, Pat's Nation, chill out. Like he, he made a com, <laughs> he made a, a a comment two years ago when he left. Or actually, not a comment. He actually had a statement on everything. He said he thanked everybody, he thanked the fans, he thanked the crafts, he thanked Bill, he thanked the teammates. Then he moved on to a new team. And then he made another statement when he retired. Like, he's already, he's, he's kind of in damage control. He went out and he did a couple posts on his Instagram to, to thank everybody, I guess. But You're saying it was oversight? I think that at the time, he probably thought, I've already done that, the thank you and the goodbye two years ago. And then I went to a new team and I won a Super Bowl. So now I'm retiring from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's not retiring. You know, from the Patriots, he retired from Tampa Bay. So he thanked everybody in the organization. He thanked his fans. He thanked the teammates. He thanked the coaches. He thanked everybody. So he's not coming back. Uh, Tom Brady's not coming back. He's not coming out of retirement in a year or two. He's not going to be 46 years he's old. He's not going to do like, a one-day contract <laughs> with the Pats to put on a Pats uniform and say goodbye? He might do that. I mean, that's that's not out of the question. But, you know, as far as the statement and the Instagram post, I'm not looking into it, and I'm not the, the 98.5 caller that uh, – is, is losing Harry, his mind over it. Harry, please, hold on. I, Rob is spinning this. I get it. but <laughs> but And maybe, maybe, maybe Rob's right. But Harry, I don't remember. I'd have to dig it out. When Michael Jordan retired, did he just say, I don't remember. Did he just say, yeah, I'd like to thank the Wizards for these two great years. And <laughs> I know he didn't win a championship with the Wizards, but yeah, come on, man. But, but my mindset on it, when, when I seen it happen, is like, okay, he's probably going to retire, sign a one day, retire a Patriot. And that's going to be his moment to let the Patriots Nation, the organization, and everybody understand and know how much he appreciates them. But listen, I don't know why they're complaining. He gave you, you twenty seven, years. Uh, six damn Super yeah, Bowls. Yeah, twenty years. What of, are you complaining yeah, about? Yeah. He gave you six Super Bowls. He gave Spoiled. you the. Well, he lost three. Also, oh come <laughs> on, get out of here! <laughs> By the way, they were all all the losses too well, came here, down to one play. That's another yeah. thing too. Yeah. He made his statement when he left the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. They came back to play in Gillette Stadium. You know who was booing him? The fans oh. were booing Tom Brady. Oh, you well, can't have your cake and your ice cream, exactly. too. Exactly. Can't have One, it always. Yes. He didn't discuss the Patriots fans or anything like that. He didn't. And no thanks to Rob Ninkovich, no one like that. However, <laughs> one person he did discuss in his post was Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson saying, You're next. Now, this is very interesting to me, Rob. At first, I'm like, ooh, game recognize game. Real recognize real. There's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. At this moment, you might even put Lamar fifth on that list. You could have him as high as two behind Mahomes or as low as five. Like those, All the rest of those guys go anywhere on that list. He's saying Lamar. And then I realized, oh, Lamar's been, he's been healthy most of his career. But this year, he had injury problems. His team had injury problems. Tom Brady likes to open TB12 centers on every, the middle of every NFL field. And he might be looking at Lamar the way MJ was looking at Derek Jeter and these guys like come, come into the fold, mm-hmm. represent the TB12 Alex, brand. Alex Guerrero's looking for, you know, probably a new quarterback to lengthen and, and pliability and all that stuff. But three letters, three simple letters that Tom is probably thinking about. NFT. Because he has his own company and he's doing these NFTs, which I don't get because I'd rather have the substance, but everyone can call me an old head. <laughs> I still don't know what that is, I by the way. I, people have explained it, to me 20 it's, times. It's, it's like it. if I make a digital picture of 
uh, a weird looking guy with a hat on or sunglasses and you sell it to somebody. I have the key. Rob, forever. I've been I, in conversations with people that I, gone on forever. I just nod. And I don't I can't understand, understand the words so, they're telling me. He's doing the, the NFTs and he's got his I don't know what it's called. His new company starting up and from all reports, that's where he's spending a lot of his time. So he's done the Tiger. He's done Gretzky's the Montana. He's done his own NFT. So I'm sure. Maybe he's but I, I think it would be dope, though, if he actually could get guys. Because when you look at all the guys that Jordan has under, under his brand and has had, like, it's, it's, a, it's some quality guys across sports. Oh, it's, all, like, it's, it's the biggest names oh, yeah. in each sport. It's, 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 it's across. And, and if Tom Brady can start to implement um, his brand and, and start it off trying to basically copy what, what Jordan did, that would be huge. But you guys are looking at it, I believe, from the wrong point of view. You guys are talking See, about – about Tom, I'm just and like, yeah, yeah, he's going to be Jumpman Jordan. The whole thing, no, I get that. That's a Jumpman's a little. That's <laughs> it's a little deeper. That's a little deeper now. That's that's, 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 that's a little that's different. That's out a little there. Deeper. I mean, did Tom, what's Tom's like? Because when I take off these these shoes I have now, I'm going to put my J's yeah. on. Yeah, but my, my point is, guys, I'm not looking at it. To me, what's more interesting than Tom Brady setting up his business after football? He identified Lamar. Like when a guy like Tom Brady or a guy like Michael Jordan says that guy you know when Kobe Bryant would say like you see the connection to say Kyrie or someone like that you say oh wait a minute so a lot of guys look really good early on but see that guy he has the eye of the guy Mm -hmm. he so when when Tom selects the first guy I didn't see him do it with Josh Allen Justin Herbert Joe Burrow Patrick Mahomes and there may be behind the scene reasons but Nick it says to me a lot about Lamar that Brady's like him first well, I, I, Lamar, I've been a, a huge fan of Lamar, and, and I think they need to get him more weapons, first of all. So the Ravens need to have some more receivers. They need more weapons for him to throw to. The only guy I think he throws to is the tight end because that's all they got. So I think that this next season coming up is vital for him and huge. The, the, I guess the perception on you know what – Lamar's impact is going to be in the NFL because I said years ago like he you can't as you get older you can't take that damage because he gets hit you know and he's running he's a running back basically um so his game has to adjust but to adjust they need to get him some more weapons well and and I'll say to add to that I also think it's huge for Greg Roman because Mm, mm -hmm. for an offensive system not to be able to defeat a cover zero blitz number one it tells me that you aren't working on it like you're supposed to you don't have the proper plays dialed up to beat it, mm-hmm. and you're not focusing on it like you're supposed to either, right? And you look at Lamar Jackson, he had a ton of interceptions this year, and I'm a big advocate for Lamar Jackson because I'm a Louisville alum, but he has to cross that hurdle um, of being more efficient passing the football down the field, and they need more weapons, grant mm-hmm. that. But when you think about when – you, when you look at all the quarterbacks that you name. Lamar, to me, is the one who stands out because he's not like any of those guys. No, he's his own He has thing. something that those guys don't have. No, right. It's he and Kyler Murray, as Key yeah. likes to say, are in their own bucket. Hey, Rob. See, I don't think – I, I think I, me, the Kyler comparison, I, I don't – Lamar don't is it's, by it's, far – I think it's way above. Yeah, but Lamar but is Kyler is a passer down the field. I wanted to ask you before we got out of here, and we – well, do um, you think Brian Flores ever coaches again? Yeah. I would assume I would I would hope that a team would have the courage to say I, we we don't we're not associated with with what's going on and we're going to hire a good coach to coach our team because we want to win and uh yeah I mean I think 
that's the one thing that I was upset and sad about Brian getting into this situation is it might take away the one thing that he loves and that's coaching. So um, I would hope that a team would realize the value that Brian brings to them and they would hire him as a coach because he is a great coach. I can hear it in your voice too. I, yeah. I can hear it in the voice that he means a lot to he's you. He's a great, I mean, he's, he's like leader. He, I wouldn't literally, I wouldn't be here today if I didn't have Brian Flores and a bunch of, bunch of great coaches in my career. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Or shake it. Shake it. Take it or shake it. John J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas in for Key. Evan, take it away. Yeah, and Key's not here. So, Jay, you're going to go first. Okay. We'll yell, take it or shake Shake it. Got and it. And we'll move on to the next one. And we're, right. then we're his cheering section. We have to imitate whatever yep. he does. I'm the first pick in the draft. I finally made it, mama. <laughs> Wait, Yao Ming's here. He's going to go first. Yeah, I hate All you. Right. Move forward. Brian Flores will coach again in the NFL. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Yeah. We play this game so much better without Key. Um, I, look, I, I think that there will be a coach in time or owner that will, excuse me, an owner that will take Brian Flores. And, I, and I'll say this. What will that say for the players that want to see the support of an owner hiring a black coach, That a coach that took a stand against the NFL, that they took a stand against the NFL as well in conjunction with Brian Flores and say, you know what, he's our guy. You tell me what player in the NFL wouldn't like to play for a guy like Brian Flores after what he's been able to showcase what he can do. Hey, I'm with you. I'm taking it because of the simple fact he's a guy, he's a leader of men, um, he's a hell of a coach. And we just had uh, Rob Nikovich on here talking about how much Brian Flores is a leader and helped him. So uh, I, I see him actually getting a job again in the National Football League. I think he will get a job. I think, look, Colin Kaepernick, we saw what happened there. Kaepernick realistically was a bubble starter at that point. If Kaepernick was a superstar quarterback, maybe the same thing would have happened to him. We don't know. But I think at a certain point, these guys want to win games, and, uh, and clearly Brian Flores can do that. I'll also say, look, Let's see if Ross and Snyder are still in the league because mm. that would send a powerful message if something happens. Get Evan. All right, take it or shake it. Brought to you by Granger. Joe Burrow will win multiple, multiple Super Bowls. Take it or shake it. I'm going to take it. Take it. Take it. As I frown at you. Uh, I just, <laughs> there's. Look, man, first off, it's hard to always project on whether a guy can win one or not. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl, so he's a legitimate chance. 
uh, to accomplish this goal and to win more. There's just something about the way he plays that makes me think that he will constantly put himself in a position to be succeed. He just some people you meet Harry, there's bona fide winners, yep. and he just he's won at every level that he's played at. So I'll take it. You took it. I'ma shake it from the simple fact that you have a Justin Herbert. You have a Patrick Mahomes, you have a Josh Allen, you have a Lamar Jackson, you have a gauntlet of quarterbacks around your same age that you're going to have to go through to be able to get it done. And I just don't think uh, uh, on a consistent basis, multiple time and time again, that Joe Burrow's going to be able to get that done. I don't. Um, You're right, Harry, but I got to take it. Because, look, if he gets whooped in the Super Bowl, we're going to look and be like, and now it's Josh Allen's turn. Maybe time Mahomes is going to be reloaded and da-da-da-da. And by the way, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's better than Joe Burrow. When I look at Justin Herbert, I go, he's just better, right? I believe so, too. But there's something that about – factor, Max. By the way, national t- – he had the greatest college season of all time, greatest championship game of all time. He turns pro, and the first time he gets the ball for a whole season, he's in the Super Bowl. We all smelled it on him. That's not an accident. He was the best player on the field with Trevor Lawrence. He just yeah. beat Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about in college and just now in the pros. I say he's going to get at least – Two in his career. And his name is Joe. Joe Namath. Joe, Joe Montana. Montana. Right. Just He's the next hard Joe. Hard to go against Joe. Oh, He's the next Joe. What else Joe. we got? Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes won't win another Super Bowl. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Come on, man. You know, it, it's so funny. I know Keith suggested this the other day. Like, what happens if Pat Mahomes doesn't win another Super Bowl? I'm saying, look, this dude is different. And as long as you got... Travis Kelsey on that team, as long as you got Tyreek Hill, as long as you got the, 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 the thought process and thinking of Andy Reid, they will have multiple shots. They're the favorite to win it next year from Vegas <laughs> already. What you think, Harry? Uh, um, oh, man, I'm going to shake it because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's a guy who threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards in a season and won MVP. That, that's, that's crazy to First me. time he touched the ball, really. Yeah, and, and, and I, I got I to gotta shake it, man. Shake it like a so you're, shaking, you're saying it's not going to happen? No, he's not no. going to not win any more Super oh, Bowls. He's, not going, he's to going, not. going to win more Super Bowls. Oh, okay. yes. okay. 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 I, yeah, yeah. I agree right. with that. Guys, do you realize Patrick Mahomes has had a greater postseason career, a greater postseason career so far than Aaron Rodgers, than Drew Brees, mm. than like, you know, just name a great quarterback. He's had greater postseason success than Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees so far. It's not an accident. But you know why? He know what to do. <laughs> he know what to do. <laughs> yeah, Devin. So uh, Doug Peterson is going to become the head coach of the Jaguars. He's been hired. Doug Peterson already has won Super Bowl. He's got the Golden Goose. Trevor Lawrence is his quarterback. So Doug Peterson will become the first coach to win a Super Bowl with multiple franchises. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it and shake it like a Polaroid pitcher. What the hell (laughs) would make a person believe in the right frame of mind that the Jacksonville Jaguars would get it right? Like, I I, I just don't believe in this franchise's ability to make sound, competent decisions to have them have a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl. I don't. Yeah, I'm going to shake it, too. I don't believe um, in this organization, especially not right now. So I don't believe in Balky as well. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and shake that. Let me uh, tweak the the lyrics to the chorus a little bit. Hey, nah. Hey, nah. Nah. I like it, Max. I like it. I don't see it. All right. A very smart guy on this show said that when Sean Payton resigned that 
Eric Bieniemy would be the head coach of the Saints. Very smart guy. So, Eric Bieniemy will be hired by the Saints after his interview on Saturday. Take it or shake it. I'll take it. Take, take it. it. I'll take it. I mean, look, I talked about this with Brian Flores and Gail Benson thinking about her legacy and what she wants to imprint in New Orleans as an owner. And I think the opportunity for a guy like Eric Bieniemy, considering what that defense is, considering that your questions around the offense, his history obviously with Patrick Holmes in Kansas City, I think I think New Orleans would be the perfect spot for Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. The only thing that I'm gonna question, I'm I'm gonna question they got they're gonna have to figure out who their quarterback is gonna be. Yes. Is it gonna be Taysom Hill? They're gonna sign um, Jameis Winston back. What's that gonna look like? Uh, is it gonna be Ian Book? But on the flip side of it, I look at that defense and I see how good they are. Then they had that cap issue, so they're going to have to get rid of some guys as well. But I take it. And in that culture, my in-laws are from New Orleans, so that culture is looking for a guy like an Eric Bieniemy. Shake it. You never go broke betting against a black coach getting hired. Let's face it. This is the NFL. I'll believe it when I see it. Take Jaguars. Take or shake it. It's brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call Granger.com or just stop by. By the way, we got so much more coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.